Welcome back to Search the Scriptures. Once again, we greet all of our listeners, express our appreciation to have this time with you, and we are especially appreciative that you want to listen to God's Word being taught on Search the Scriptures. We know that many of you listen every day or close to it, and others listen very frequently as you have the opportunity, and others listen regularly, just you don't have the opportunity every day or maybe not even close to it, but as you do find it, you're able to work it into your work schedule or your, your busy schedule and otherwise uh, in, in some other way that you do so. We appreciate that. We're thankful to have this time with you. And those who are listening for the first time, perhaps, we're thankful for you as well. And we pray that as you listen to the program today, and we pray that you will continue to do so, that you'll become impressed with the fact that we try to do exactly as the name suggests. We search the scriptures. We dig deep into God's word. We try to peel the surface away and let you see the deeper treasures of what's there communicated to us in God's word, the promises, the blessings, the hope that is extended to us through God's scriptures. We want to help you along that way. And as you come to learn God's word more and more fully, your faith in God should grow stronger because, and we keep repeating this, it's the biblical formula for where faith comes from. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So you're becoming more and more knowledgeable of God's word is pivotal. It is key to developing your faith having that faith grow deeper and stronger and fuller. And our prayer is that as that happens, you'll come closer to God and you'll eventually make up your mind that you want to walk with God completely all the time, that you'll surrender your life to Christ as you repent of your sins and confess your faith in him openly and surrender to him in baptism, at which point the blood that he shed on the cross so long ago is still 100% effective to cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. You can be forgiven and you can come up out of that grave of water that we call baptism, baptism being immersion in that water, reborn spiritually, made new, 2 Corinthians 5 in verse 17, and begin to live that new life in Christ with that new ultimate direction and destination, heaven itself, and your reward, eternal life, with God and Christ in heaven. Our prayers are with you and our prayers are for you and we really do pray for you. Dennis Stackhouse, brother, great to be back again to open up God's word and study a little more. Thank you, Gary. It certainly is a great opportunity, a great privilege to do that very thing, to be able to open God's word and to share it with each other and with our listeners and with the idea that we all grow we come closer to God, we come to a better knowledge of his will for our lives, we put it into application so that bottom line, God will be glorified through what we do. And I appreciate, Gary, the fact that you talked about in your opening remarks that someone who follows the gospel plan of salvation and is immersed into Christ for the remission of their sins comes forth as a new person. And the fact that the blood of Jesus is still effective even today, some 2,000 plus years after he walked on this earth as a man. And that's really the case. 
You know, the Hebrews writer told us in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So his blood, the effectiveness of it, it doesn't change. It doesn't become less effective. It cleanses us in the 21st century just as fully, just as completely as it cleansed those on the day of Pentecost that we read about back in Acts chapter 2. So we can have that confidence as we open up God's word and we let God instruct us in terms of what it is we need to do to come to him, his way, to become a Christian, that we will be fully cleansed of our sins, that we can walk in newness of life, that we can emerge from the waters of baptism as a new creation. And what a wonderful thought that is. We hope that through the avenue of this program, we'll help some of our listeners get to that point where they desire to come to God his way and become part of the Lord's body today. You know, Dennis, you mentioned that, again, emphasizing what I had said, the blood of Christ is still absolutely effective to cleanse us of the guilt of our sins. Mm -hmm. You know, when we buy certain food products or even medical products, we'll see dates that are expiration dates mm -hmm. on the packages. Yes. And you know that you, you buy some a soft drink, say. Mm -hmm. And after a while, that may take a long time, but eventually, if it's not consumed, then it becomes flat. Right. Not very tasty. Yeah, that's right. And medicine, if you'll, you know, be prescribed, even prescription drugs, you get something and there's an expiration date on there. Mm -hmm. And if you let that medication sit for several years, well, the potency gradually decreases and mm -hmm. it's not as effective as it used to be when it was brand newly manufactured. Mm -hmm. Well, that's physical things. Right. But when we're talking about the power of the blood of Christ, it never gets old. Mm -hmm. It never diminishes mm -hmm. in effectiveness. That's right. It's just as powerful to cleanse us of the guilt of our sins today if we'll come to him the way he has instructed in mm -hmm. his word as it was the day he shed that blood on the cross. That's right, exactly. And we can be thankful for that. Oh, yes, indeed we can. Dennis, we're going to begin a new study today. We'll spend a little bit of time on this particular study. We're going to ask the question, and we do want to make this personal for each one of us. Are you neglecting your salvation? Mm -hmm. Are you neglecting your salvation? Each one of us needs to stop and look in the spiritual mirror of our lives on a regular basis and ask ourselves, am I what God wants me to be? Am I paying attention to my spiritual life as I should? Mm -hmm. Am I neglecting my salvation to one degree or another? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really an important question for every one of us, Gary, but especially for those who've committed themselves to following Christ because even someone who has done that has the possibility of falling away from the faith. Absolutely. 
and, and the devil's always out there working on us, mm-hmm. trying to lead us away. He is. And we need to always be aware of that, and we need to always stop and remember that our dedication to God cannot be hit or miss, mm-hmm. or hit and miss, I should, I should say. Right. But it needs to, it, it needs to be consistent mm-hmm. and ongoing. And like you say, one of the ways we do that is by regularly checking our spiritual life against the mirror of God's word. Yes. Paul uses the very direct exhortation, examine yourself, or mm-hmm. let a man examine himself. First right. Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 28. Mm-hmm. And that's not the only place he, he uses that particular instruction. We need to continually examine ourselves. Yes, we do. Now, we need to do that in every aspect of our life, basically. Am I, am I being the husband I need to be? Am I being the wife I need to be? Am I being the father I need to be? Mm-hmm. Am I being the son or daughter I need to be? What yes. about the worker I mm-hmm. need to be on yes. my job? Right. Uh, or maybe even the supervisor on my mm-hmm. job. Am, yes. I, am I being what I should be? Now, am I being the Christian I should be? Mm -hmm. We need to examine ourselves on a regular basis, and we need to ask ourselves that question. Are you neglecting your salvation? Mm -hmm. Am I neglecting my salvation? And we need to give diligent uh, and proper attention to all matters that are really important to us, and there is no matter that is more important than our soul's salvation. That's absolutely right. You know, neglect will commonly spell doom for whatever is being neglected. Yeah, that's correct. No doubt about it. You get in your car and you drive it. Mm-hmm. It does pretty well. Mm-hmm. In fact, it might do admirably well. But let's say you drive 5,000 miles mm-hmm. and you've never checked the oil. Yes. You just don't think about it. You neglect it. Mm-hmm. You drive another 5,000 miles. Mm-hmm. You still haven't checked the oil. Mm-hmm. You haven't changed the oil. You just keep on driving it. Mm-hmm. You neglect it. Well, what's ultimately going to happen to the engine in that, in that vehicle? <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to break it down. Bottom line, that's right. By neglect. Yes. By neglect. Mm-hmm. Or in our part of the country, way up north where... It snows in the wintertime, and you get ice on the roads, and so the road people, they put salt on the streets and on the roads, mm-hmm. and so you drive along, and, and we're thankful that they do that because it makes travel more accessible during those kinds of potentially hazardous uh, periods, but that salt gets up on your vehicle, doesn't it? It does. Well, if you don't, after things melt off, and things get dry again, if you don't wash your car or your truck, we know what happens after a while, doesn't it? Well, we do, Gary, and again, it's related to neglect. It is. The body rusts. You start getting ugly rust marks on it, and holes eat through the metal Yes. because of neglect. Exactly. We could talk about all kinds of illustrations mm-hmm. that, that point out this principle. Sure. But we need to pay attention 
relationships, our job, our career, our car. You better paint your house every so often. Mm -hmm. Don't neglect it. But more important than any of these things or anything else that we can mention or think about on the physical plane of life is our souls, our yes. spiritual life. Yeah, absolutely. We better really, more importantly than anything else, give attention and not neglect our spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And it, that is so critical, Gary, because, you know, what we've mentioned, neglecting things in the physical realm. Yes. You know, like the job, like the relationships, like the vehicles, the homes, whatever it might be. Those are physical. But when we talk about our soul, we're talking about something that's going to either live eternally or be an eternal punishment. Yeah. Ultimately, well, fundamentally, our salvation is tied to our relationship with God. Yes, it is. Now, who would want to be married to somebody who just continues day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, to neglect that relationship? Mm. We know make, what kind of thing would happen, don't we? Yeah, it doesn't make for a good marriage. No. Unhappiness, it, it can lead to depression, and a whole lot of marriages end up failing, falling apart, and couples divorcing because of neglect mm -hmm. to that relationship. Yes. Well, even more important is our relationship to God. It is. And if we neglect that relationship, then we're neglecting our salvation. Yes, indeed. Because the two go hand in hand. They do for a fact. Let's look at something Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 26. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Now Jesus is putting the matter into perspective here. Mm -hmm. He's not saying it's wrong to have money. He's not saying it even that it's wrong to have lots of money, to be wealthy. Mm -hmm. He's saying all the wealth in the world does not compare with the value of your soul. That's right. So keep it in proper perspective. Mm -hmm. He asks those questions which are rhetorical in nature. Mm -hmm. To ask them is to understand automatically the answer That's right. that you should see. Mm -hmm. Well, what's more valuable than your soul? Nothing. What would you be willing to give in exchange for your soul? Again, we should say nothing. Yeah. Nothing compares. No. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to the value of our soul to the value of a, an eternal home with God and Christ in heaven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it goes far beyond any value we could put upon it. There, there just isn't any. Probably, Dennis, most people would say, well, amen to that. Mm -hmm. And yet at the same time, they're neglecting their soul's salvation. Yeah, they may live in such a way that really indicates they're not living true to their words. Yes. They, now, they may not think they're neglecting it. They're just not thinking about it. Right. Just not thinking about their, their salvation, not mm -hmm. thinking about their spiritual lives. Mm -hmm. They're going on their way, doing all the busy things in life and mm -hmm. some of the things that bring them 
you know, some initial pleasure, mm -hmm. and they're just not thinking about their soul. They're not thinking about eternity. Yeah, you know, it's... That's it's, neglect. It is, and, and it's interesting, Gary, that that can apply both to those who are not Christian as well as to those who are Christian. You know, either category there, someone can neglect the salvation of their soul. You're absolutely right. You know, somebody can become a Christian and they can so neglect their Christianity, their mm -hmm. spiritual life, that they can lose their salvation. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I know a lot of people that, that rubs them the wrong way. Wait a minute, oh, you can't yeah. be lost once you're saved. Uh, you need to go back to the scriptures. There are many passages in the New Testament that tell us it is possible to fall. Yes, yes. Remember that Adam and Eve at one time were in a state of living eternally in this world, mm -hmm. and they fell because of sin. They did indeed. And that's just a basic example for us mm -hmm. from the spiritual perspective. Mm -hmm. And as you said, the scriptures are numerous that indicate that, yeah, God wants you not just to become a Christian, mm -hmm. he wants you to be a Christian consistently and on an ongoing basis. Mm -hmm. Let's look at another passage here, Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 through 46. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Here are individuals that they find something so valuable. In one case, a treasure hidden in a field. Mm -hmm. In another case, a pearl that is so admirable and so apparently so perfect that both of these individuals go and sell everything that they have mm -hmm. to purchase, in one case, the field mm -hmm. with the treasure, and the other case, that pearl of great price. That's right. Because they realize the value of that treasure, the value of that pearl is greater and I think we're probably to understand far greater than everything else that they possessed. Correct. But now those are just illustrations. Mm -hmm. What Jesus is trying to get across there is your soul's salvation mm -hmm. is more valuable than anything this world could offer you. Exactly. And so it's worth giving up everything, even your life if necessary, for your salvation. Mm -hmm. Very important for us to understand that principle. Absolutely. Now, our soul salvation is our greatest blessing. And again, it's worth giving up everything for in order for us to be able to be assured of that salvation. Mm -hmm. Let's close today with Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, 
which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him. It's interesting the expressions used in these three verses, Dennis. First, we need to give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. Mm -hmm. So we need to pay attention. Mm -hmm. It's not just the idea of learning how to become a Christian. We need to keep learning mm -hmm. how to live the Christian life. And notice the warning, lest we drift away. The very thing we were speaking about just a moment ago. Yes, yes. Think of a being in a boat that's anchored and somehow the line to the anchor gets severed. Maybe you've fallen asleep in the bottom of the boat and you wake up and all of a sudden you found you have drifted miles away from where you were. Mm -hmm. Now that could be a really scary prospect. Oh, yes. We need to make sure that we don't drift away spiritually because that's even scarier. It is indeed. And then he goes on and he talks about every transgression and disobedience received a just reward. Mm -hmm. God is watching, isn't he? Yeah, he really is, Gary. And we don't often think of transgressions or disobedience in terms of reward. But I think the idea the Hebrews writer is trying to get across here is just what you're saying. God is watching and he is going to be just in terms of how we live our lives before him. If we live righteously, there will be a reward. If we live an evil life, a sinful life, there's going to be punishment. Yes, punishment. Now, the third verse, how shall we escape? if we neglect so great a salvation. Mm -hmm. There's neglect. Yeah. You can't neglect the engine of that car. You can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't neglect that, that marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. You can't neglect the way you do your job mm -hmm. at work and hope to be successful, hope to have ongoing joy, hope to have the reward more so, I mean, a jillion times more important is you cannot neglect your soul's salvation, your spiritual life, mm -hmm. and still hope to have a home in heaven with God for eternity. That's exactly right. The obvious answer to that question, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation is, we won't escape. There's no escape. That's right. Our time's up for today, so we've gotten into this particular study, and hopefully we have whetted the interest of our listeners, and we do encourage you to, uh, to be back with us next time. But in the meantime, we do encourage you to jot down the information we'll give you in a few moments as to how to contact us, and then do exactly that. Contact us and ask for the free Bible study that we always offer. It is free. We'll take care of the postage even. All you have to do is ask for it and we'll send it to you. Please contact us. This can be the turning point in your life for good, for eternity. We'd love to hear from you right away.